Hi, I'm Dr. Sean. Welcome to No Mask, No Cape, the podcast that shares tips and techniques to help you learn how to rest, restore, renew, and refill. You're listening, so congratulations. Let your healing journey begin. I'm Dr. Sean. Welcome to the inaugural podcast of No Mask, No Cape. So excited to be alongside you for this healing journey. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful ride. So buckle in and let's get started. So I'm going to start off by telling you just a little bit about you know myself. I mean, no one just wakes up in the morning and decides, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. Well, I mean, maybe some of you do, but I didn't. This has been a process. And kind of what brought me you know, to this point. So originally, and this is important to know because it kind of flavors who I am. Originally, I'm from Philly. So, you know, typically I would do some posturing and some, you know, if you're not from my sports team, get off this line right now, et cetera. Not going to do any of that. But it is important to know because where we come from does flavor the culture of who we become. So I want you to know that I am a native Philadelphian. And to all of my Philly peeps, hey, fly eagles, fly. But I'm a transplant now. I live in North Carolina. Been down here 19 years by way of Colorado. And um, raised my children here who are now thriving adults. They're 20. Well, one practicing to be an adult. They're 20, 25, and 30. Um, been married to my partner for about 26 years. Um, met him in college. And all of this is important to bring me to the this space that I kind of have landed in today. So part of what has led me to doing this work around healing, really, and for most people who enter, you know, a healing profession, it's because we are sought in part to heal ourselves. And so as I went through my journey, which I will share with you, I started, as a lot of us tend to do, in a real cognitive space. I'm going to read about it and write about it and talk about it and stay in my head as much as possible about it, you know, thinking in part that the head is a really safe space to be. You know, then I don't have to deal with my feelings. I'm thinking about my feelings. I'm not actually feeling. Um, But I took this to the extreme. I spent uh, about 15, 16, 17, I mean, I don't know, the years are running together. I spent more than 15 years, we'll say, in higher ed as a uh, professor Um, I have worked at the community college level. I've been a tenured faculty member. I've worked at HBCU, a small private college, and a large institution as well. So I danced around higher ed, um, really enjoying and savoring the experience, but also really honing my knowledge around theories and techniques and honing my understanding of how to teach it to other people, how to teach students, um, because I was a professor of counseling and human services, how to teach students to go out and deal with people. And one of the things that I remember I used to say to them all the time, that people are not like carburetors. So I worked really hard on making sure they understood, you know, how to listen to folks, how to really hear them. 
Because unlike a carburetor, which, I mean, I hope my mechanic doesn't do, but technically you could drop a carburetor and pick it back up. You know what? I don't even know where the carburetor is. So my point is, with car parts, I'm assuming you could drop one, pick it back up, and still get the car to run. With people, you know, if I turn you off my first time on your healing journey, if I turn you off with my words or my body posture or my language, that's it. You may not be back in to seek additional services. And we know, theory tells us this, research tells us this, my lived experience tells us this, that people don't want to reach out for help because we feel, in part, I can handle it. That's why this podcast has been born. Um, I deal primarily uh, with now women who are figuring out that, quite frankly, I think we've been lied to. Some things we can't handle. Sometimes it's okay to say no. Sometimes we're overwhelmed. You know, part of my, and I'll tell you about my burnout experience, but literally my eye twitched for eight weeks. And I was thinking to myself, hmm, I wonder if there's a message in there. Well, of course there was, but I still got up every morning. I showed up. Uh, but then when I got home, I was completely at zero. I mean, completely at zero. So I've transitioned in part from teaching about it because one of the things that I've learned on my journey is that you can't get wet from the word water. What does that mean? Normally I would wait for a response, but I don't think that's how podcasts work. What that means is, you know, looking at water, writing the word water, talking about water, ain't going to get you wet. So thinking about healing, looking at healing, you know, uh, YouTube videos, even listening to this podcast is not going to actually do your healing work. You have to commit to it, immerse yourself, and really connect from that mind to the heart. And they say that's the longest distance. I don't know, 12 or 18 inches. I forget the specs on it. But they say going from your heart you know, to your head is the longest distance we'll ever, ever, ever travel. Um, and so I had to step out of a highly, highly cognitive space um, in part to recognize that that space was really allowing me to hide more. It was giving me more creative ways to hide, to mask my pain, to mask my discomfort, to mask all the spaces in me that really were not uh, healed or hold, and that I was really growing ashamed of because I had been sold this, this notion that really, you know, if everything is going well, quote unquote, in your life, then what do you have to be, you know, complain about. You got all your limbs, you got a job, you got a health insurance, you have a partner, you have your kids. You know, none of those things though help us really deal with uh, or recognize uh, unnamed or normalized trauma in our life. And I had to pause and say, you know, it's okay. So part of what we'll be doing with this podcast of No Mask, No Cape is helping you recognize like when you're putting on that, that mask, that fake smile, that veneer, that's not true. And then learning how and when to take it off so that we operate instead of a binary that is I'm either, you know, this or that, we're going to go from an abundance, an and, we're going to use an and mindset that I can be healing parts of myself and still functioning, that I can be presenting my vulnerability and, you know, still hiding pieces of myself that I'm not ready 
all about the and. I love this in terms of relationships. I don't think my husband loves it as much, but because I'm always like, you know, everything is great and I love you and you're wonderful. And let's work on our communication a little more. And he's like, everything's great. Why are we? So, but you'll, I, I think over the course of this podcast, you'll get used to the concept of and. So where does the no cape come in? Well, one of the things I learned in my burnout experience is, Sean, you don't have to be a superwoman. Now, you'll notice from those of you that are from the South, I said Sean with a, a northern twin. So when I say that, that's serious. That is Sean. That's Sean from Philly. Down in the South is Sean. But I, I digress. I get off topic. The point is, I had to just have a talk with myself, which, by the way, I do often, highly recommend it, to say, you know what? You don't have to get everything done. How did I learn that? The super duper hard way. I don't know how you learn lessons, but I've learned every single one of mine by <laughs> you falling down on my bum and then having to, to kind of get back up. But I stay encouraged because I know that every lesson brings me something else I need to learn. Every experience brings me something I need to learn. And just like, you know, a child, a toddler, if you've been around any children or perhaps at one point in your life, you were a child, we had to learn how to walk. Imagine if we just said after, you know, a week of that, like, you know what, this, this learning how to walk stuff sort of birds, like I keep getting up and whatever and I fall. We kept going. We kept going. Um, and so it's, it's part of that inherent nature that we keep going, that innate nature that we keep going that brings us along. But it's also knowing, which toddlers know how to do really, really well, when to say, you know what, I'm going to tap out. Because a toddler at some point, literally, they will fall asleep on a chair, a rung, your shoulder, the couch, at Kmart, the pool, the, you know, anywhere. They know when to tap out and rest and restore. That's where we have fallen off. I forgot how to, to pause. I forgot how to rest. I forgot how to renew. I forgot how to recharge. And I did not know how to refill. So I think my burnout actually started bubbling up when I was an um, undergraduate in college. I went to... Um, I just have to give it a shout out, you know, Penn State, hashtag Nittany Lions, hashtag we are, whatever, all the hashtags you want that are positive. Um, I had an unplanned pregnancy in my junior year. So I, I had my daughter, the, that's the 30-year-old, um, when I was, I'm going to, I had to be 21. So when I was 21, I hadn't finished school. Actually, I got kicked out of school. A lot of people don't know that either. I was on academic uh, suspension. It would have to be. I was on academic suspension. Sorry, Mom, I don't think you knew that either. Um, and I had to figure out how I'm going to get back into school. I didn't go back to Philly. I did not go back to Philly because I thought if I go back to Philly, I'm not going back to school. Um, so I stayed up there, you know, I'm apartment. I got a little part-time job based on some networking. I had my daughter. Her father was super, super supportive. My Penn State family was outstanding. So I surrounded myself with, um, you know, people who were wanted me to succeed. Um, but that was the start, I think, of me saying, I have to figure this out. And that have to phrase will really wear you plumb out. Um, so from 21, I graduated. 
um, with baby girl in my arm. Got lots of pictures, you know, of her. She's about a year and a half when I graduated. Um, stayed at Penn State and uh, did my master's um, in counselor education there. It was a wonderful program, fabulous faculty. Um, learned a whole lot. Um, but then I was, you know, I did that program as, as a single mother. Um, and then got married. It started, you know, my journey on to, uh, I don't want to call it a journey to madness, but it was, it was quite the journey. Because once I got married, which I thought was going to, you know, now I have this family unit. Um, I just started to create in my mind what I thought was going to bring me, you know, joy and peace and happiness. But there is nothing, there is nothing, there's absolutely nothing outside of ourselves that will bring us the joy, peace and happiness that already lives within us. I had just disconnected from myself. Um, but I continued on. We had another daughter, um, wonderful, wonderful young lady. She's the 25 year old. Um, and I stayed home for a while, stayed home mom. And then I had my son. He's the 20 year old. I don't want to talk about that. He's wonderful too. He's wonderful too. He's also six, eight. So I don't know why that's important, but it's just a big guy. Um, but that's when burnout really started to pick up because then with three children, I went back to school to get my PhD. So three children, working full-time, married, dog, cat, fence, everything, not enough for me. I got to do more. I got to do more. So I go back to school. I start a PhD program. Who does that? Sean. Sean does that. So um, I went back to school. But imagine, if you will, that I'm literally now doing three jobs right? School, some people do that full-time. Being a stay-at-home mother is a full-time job. I knew that from doing it regularly <laughs> um, and oftentimes hiding in the closet so the children wouldn't find me. But I got to tell you, children are really resourceful. They always found me and, and they were safe the whole time. No children have been harmed in the making of this podcast. And then I was also um, working full-time as a faculty member. So, you know, grading, researching, you know, coordinating, et cetera. So I was doing three full-time gigs. I was definitely primed. If someone was doing like a search for, hey, let's start doing who is looks like they're on the track to burnout, they definitely would have seen that, you know, perhaps I was one of them. Um, but again, I give thanks for all my experiences because it's taught me lessons that I needed to learn in order to be in service of others today. Um, so I graduated and all that was wonderful. And I certainly have enjoyed my, my time in higher ed. Um, I've, I've learned a lot about writing and researching, um, you know, lots of peer review articles and, and um, other publications and a couple books. Um, but of course, you know, for me, that still wasn't enough. So now I'm going to tell you the truth. Now that it, not that it all prior to this was a lie, but so what happened that brought me into what I'm doing now? So currently, the majority of my focus is on, we say clinical, on the clinical side. Um, so I was living a lot in theory as a professor. But what started happening was that students started to come in, and after I had done their advising or whatever, they wanted to have a chat. And then they wanted to have a chat next week. And they wanted to have a chat next week. They want to have, and I said, this sounds like appointments to me for counseling. Um, so I looked into getting licensed, and now I'm a licensed professional counselor um, with a, a private practice here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, also a licensed clinical addiction specialist um, and a certified hypnotherapist as well. 
And I went into those areas because in part I realized that if I needed help breaking free of my mind and getting in touch with my body, then other people could use some help on that journey. So that's what large part of what I do now. I provide spaces and opportunities for people to learn how to heal themselves, to learn how to take off their mask, show their vulnerability, be okay with that, and take off the cape. Would you just sit down for a minute? Would you take a rest? Can we have a moment where everyone says, what are you doing? And you say nothing and they say, good. Can we get to that culture? Um, But that's part of what I am all about now. Now, we have integrated some holistic um, pieces because that's a big component for me. Um, and so I am expanding where uh, we're doing some Reiki and do some Qigong. We do a lot of aromatherapy. We're trying to help people expand their toolbox, knowing that not one fit is for everybody, not one tool is for everybody. Um, I know there's an old saying, I don't know, something like if if you only have a a hammer, every problem looks like a nail or something like that. Just go along with me. But I certainly didn't want to be that type of um, therapist where I say, hey, just do this. You should meditate. You should whatever. What I typically do with folks and what we'll be doing throughout this podcast is saying, hey, do you know about this? Maybe this will work for you. If it does, great. Use it, share it, embrace it. If it doesn't, put it in your toolbox. Maybe someone else you know might need to know about it and you can share it, you know, and it might not ever be the fit for you. Um, But you don't know what you don't know. So that's our goal with this, um, with the podcast. That's really become kind of my life passion right now is to share with people so that they know that you can break free from the story you've told yourself of who you are, you can write your own story instead, which by the way, is one of my books on Amazon. That was a shameless plug. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, And that you can reclaim yourself um, simply through the power of your mind. So if you want more information, please follow me on my website, www.drshawnricks.com. S-H-A-W-N-R-I-C-K-S dot com. You can email me at info, I-N-F-O at drshawnricks.com. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at drshawnricks. Again, buckle in. It's going to be a wonderful ride. Happy to have you along. Be well and choose you. Till next time, Dr. Sean. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not designed to replace counseling. If you feel you need additional help on your journey, please seek the services of a licensed professional. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are those of the contributors and not those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without express written consent of Dr. Sean Ricks.